Hi, everyone. My name is, am I still muted? No. <laughs> My name is Linda, and I'm one of your hosts today. Thank you for joining us. We're here with another session of The Open Diner. Our topic today is how to achieve a spiritual connection. As you probably know, Open Diner meets every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. It seems like people are still joining our Zoom. You can find the link in the event invite on Facebook or Meetup. We'll post it again in the comments for your convenience. As you might know, in the United States, about 50% of married couples divorce, the sixth highest divorce rate in the world. The number of people who are single is also more than double. Also more than double what it was 50 years ago. People are not meant to go through life alone. Our romantic relationships are the center of all of our connections. A true connection is one of the most important things for us as human beings. It's a basic need. According to Maslow's hierarchy of needs, besides food, water, and safety, love and belonging are the most important needs we must fulfill. This includes our desire for interpersonal relationships, intimacy, and being integrated into a group where we feel loved and supported. When these needs are met, our overall well-being improves and we live a more fulfilled life. Unfortunately, many of us neglect this basic human need for true connection and we don't understand what it really means or entails. A real true connection is impossible without a spiritual component. And today we'll explain why that is. We'll also talk about what true love is and give you some tools to achieve it with your partner or potential partner. Now this is a cameras on event. So if you could kindly turn on your cameras, that would be great. We find that it helps us connect to each other and it gives you an opportunity to fully benefit from this event. Some activities that we will be doing require being able to see each other. If you're joining us on Facebook or YouTube, welcome. And please tell us your name and where you're from. Participate, answer questions in the comments, and we'll try to read them during the show. Willie? You're muted, you're muted Willie. Sorry about that. I was muted. Hello, my name is Willie again. I am your other host today. We want to go deeper into this topic. But first, we want to get to know everyone who is here. So we're going to have some reminders, announcements, and then we're going to have an icebreaker. So we get to know everyone. First, the announcements and reminders. We're trying to create a supportive environment where we connect above any differences. Stay on topic, no criticism, avoid politics. Reminder to remute your microphone when you're not speaking to minimize background noise. And if you can turn on your cameras, it will allow you to fully benefit from this event. Please remember to keep your answers brief 
so that everyone gets a chance to speak. Again, if you're joining us on Facebook or YouTube, please participate. Answer questions in the comments. We'll be together during this event. Now, for the icebreaker, tell us about one person you love. It could be a romantic person, a friend, a family member, someone living, or someone who will pass from this world. We know you are a loving person, but just probably love, and you probably love many people, but just tell us about one of them today. And what we wanna know is, why do you think you love this person? What is it about them or you or your connection that makes you love them? Linda? Hmm. I've loved a lot of people in my life, um, but I will say, uh, my my husband, he passed away, oh gosh, it's about 12 years ago now. And uh, we, we just had a great time together. He, he was a jokester and I was a laugher. So, you know, he loved to tell jokes. Some of them were really corny and I'd tell him that. But, uh, you know, we, we laughed a lot. And I think that's one of the things that, that made us uh, a good couple. You know, made me love him and he loved me. Okay, since everyone's gathering their thoughts, um, I'll go next then. Um, my person, I will have to say, is my wife. Someone say, oh, yeah, sure, that's common. You, you, you probably run across the room from you. But no, really? And it's because she's the type of person that I can trust to really let me know what she's feeling, what she's thinking, and what she wants. And she doesn't have any fear of that. I hate being in a relationship when I got to guess if something's wrong with the other person. You know, you, you ask you know, a person got a look on their face and an attitude and say, what's wrong? Nothing. Well, you should? Nothing. I hate that. I hate that. But I love our relationship because she's not afraid to let me know exactly what she's feeling and what she's thinking. Well, I can go next. Uh, and I know my mom's watching. She just texts me. She goes, oh, I'm watching Open Diner. So I, I'm going to say my mom. And the reason why, I'm not just saying that because she's, she's watching, but uh, I say my mom because it's unconditional. It's a, it's a mother's love. And like you said, or Linda said, one of the two of you said, you, you loved him, Linda, because he loved you or vice versa. And I, I love my mom because she's always there for me. And it's an unconditional love. That's like, the, I think the closest love you could find that's really a true love is a, a mother's love. And luckily I have a good mom. So I would say my mom, because she's there for me and uh, she's a, a good time and she's understanding. And uh, I guess that's where I get my sense of humor from. So my mom, hey, ma. Yeah, I'll, I'll say my mom as well. Um, she's pretty amazing. But 
what's really amazing is she be, she brings me um, banana bread and it's really good. Is this popcorn? Um, and can these guys be dead? Yeah, okay. Uh, well, my, my favoriteest person uh, is a mentor that I studied with from the time I was uh, 18 to, uh, for 17 years. And it was because he just embodied love. He spoke the truth, he was firm. If you got in trouble, he let you know but there was always this amazing, I mean, I know today I'm loved because of that man. I'm Susie from Arizona. Okay, I'm Rob from Wales, United Kingdom. And uh, this for me is a really difficult question because I've loved so many people over the years, still love many, many people. But, um, the one I suppose that stands out for me is uh, I've been married twice in the past and um, both marriages ended tragically, basically because I was a very selfish person in the relationship um, and so were my other halves. And um, unfortunately, um, they came to an end. Wish I knew then what I know now. So I'm going to say that my current partner... We're not married yet, but um, I've got a partner, and um, because I've got a different attitude, she has a different attitude, and uh, we're always looking to um, enhance our relationship. Uh, doesn't always go right. Um, we do have our selfish moments still, but we're in a better place now to deal with them. So um, that's the person that I love dearly because she's brought so much warmth, love, and um, enhancement to my life. Nancy, I think you were speaking, but you're muted. Sorry about that. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Um, I'm going to use my best friend, Diane. We've known each other since I think it was 1992, maybe. And we've just been through everything together. Um, we There's times we've had fights. We didn't talk for two years. Um, but the best part about her is after something happens, we can, we can sit down and honestly discuss it and go back and forth and understand what I did, what she did, or even if it's just another circumstance in our life. Um, it's great to have somebody you can do that with who doesn't get all upset about it. And I don't know too many people who do that. It, it seems like that people get defensive really fast or they are embarrassed to say something. And I, I just like it better when you can just come out and be honest, because how else are you going to keep your friendship going? You're going to make a mistake. And if somebody doesn't say something, then, you know, it, it, it makes it worse. So anyway, my friend, Diane, I just got done texting her too. <laughs> Tell her to join us, Nancy. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> um, 
I uh, I too feel like I love many people, and it's really hard to just pick one person. But um, I I spoke about some other people earlier um, in the show, but previous shows, I should say. Uh, I want to say today that I love my brother, and um, I think that that has always been the case. But we had some uh, very rocky, you know, <laughs> times, especially in childhood. Um, but my brother restored my faith in men <laughs> because he is a, uh, he's an amazing uh, man and, uh, and, and a completely incredible husband and, uh, and father. Um, he's very loyal, uh, very devoted. He, uh, he teaches, um, uh, he spends a lot of time with, with his kids and teaches them um, proper morals and uh uh, just uh yeah <laughs> I, I i and more so i can't say that he was this way always i think i see like an incredible growth in him um uh, which uh which is incredibly inspiring um my name is ronan from uh, rotterdam i think uh this time i would use my dad as the example of uh, someone of love and how much of an example he was as a, as a husband should be or a dad should be toward his family. You know, his devotion was, he uh, was, was such a simple person. You know, it's always, uh, you know, quiet in the back and waiting and you could always come to him for everything and you would see that his uh, primary motivation in life was taking care of the family is not you know spending time with the boys and or anything it's like he never had any friends but he did but he was always putting us first and you know it's now i'm married about two years for two years i still use him as an example you know how to uh, behave in the family I think uh, I'm left like because it was so hard to choose, and and since um, you know Nina and Rona and starting some friends before talk about relatives, so I I think uh, I will end up talking about my 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 aunt. She is she is unbelievable, you know, and uh, I'm just. Uh, you know, not recently, but but I start discovering it just, you know, she grew up, she is not much older than me. And, uh, you know, during the childhood, I was saying, she's not my aunt, she's just a girl, you know, I was very upset with everything. But never mind that, she has a very, you know, rare condition. Uh, something went wrong um, during very early childhood with her face. And I can only now imagine how hard it was growing up with that because kids can be very rough and teenagers and everything. You know, I, I don't know anyone, anyone in the world who can match her kindness, her sturdiness. She has pretty tough life, but she was always like a support for everyone around her, you know, she has tons of friends. It's just pretty unbelievable, you know, how a person with this kind of defect 
uh, you know, goes through life, you know, and supports everyone and everyone loves her. And it's it just truly, she's unbelievable, you know, supporting her mother till the, the my, my dad, her first husband, her second husband, you know, it just, I, it, I can go forever. But the main thing that this is, she's always uplifting everyone around her. Pretty amazing person. Did we get to everyone? It seems so. All right. This gave us a great opportunity to meet one another. All right. So now we're going to a video. This video is from a show called Ask the Kabbalist. It is originally in Hebrew, but it's translated to English so that we can understand it. And here, a Kabbalist, which is Dr. Michael Lightman. Um, and as, as a matter of fact, before I go any further, Linda, did you have more that you wanted to say before we go to the movie? <laughs> yes, I do. I'm um, sorry. It's okay. I just felt like you had more you wanted to say. <laughs> I, was, I was just going to let you go on and I would go after you. But, uh, <laughs> but that was great, friends. Um, and like I said before, we meet every Thursday at 6.30. So make sure you leave that time slot open. We'll probably be talking about this topic for the next few weeks. Since there's a lot to cover and we're not going to learn to build a spiritual connection in just an hour. So definitely come back again next week. So why do we need a spiritual connection? At the root of reality, everything is one. Everything in the universe is connected. There's no object or being that is separate from the rest. We're tied together by invisible strings in a network. If we start to become conscious and mindful of this network of which we are all part and start to treat our connections with more importance and care, not only will our own lives improve, but will also greatly benefit this whole network. Imagine a human body where all the cells and organs are working together in order to benefit the whole body. If one cell begins to take for itself at the expense of the rest of this body, this cell becomes cancerous. And not only does the cell suffer, but the whole body suffers. Well, Kabbalists or people who have attainment of spiritual reality, which is currently hidden from regular people, tell us that we are scattered and shattered pieces of a single soul. That single soul is the only substance of creation. And all we need is to become mindful of our interconnectedness and to fix the broken relationships between us because the way we treat each other determines our whole existence. And we can start from our romantic relationships with our partners, husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend. In essence, since we're all parts of one soul, everyone can be a soulmate. 
if you're connected to and filled by the very force that created your soul, that is the force of nature. And nature and creator are synonymous in Kabbalah. This force is an opposite force to us, the force of ultimate, unconditional, complete abundance and bestowal. This is this enlivening creative force of reality that is behind nature. If we manage to resemble and connect with this force in our relationships, we will begin to uncover that true love that we've always dreamed of. Our relationships will become incredibly more meaningful, important, and beneficial. And in a moment, we're gonna to go to a video that talks about what real love means. However, we wanna leave you off with just one practical tip for your relationships. This is a Kabbalistic principle called, don't do unto another what you hate. This week, try to apply this rule to your relationships. Before you speak or act, try to evaluate it according to this principle. If someone would have said or done that to you, would you like it? Be honest. You'll want to justify yourself because that's our nature. Try to go above that and only do to others what you would want another to do to you. We all probably heard that before, but let's try to really apply this. Now we're going to a movie? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, this video uh, is from a show called Ask the Kabbalist. It is originally in Hebrew, but it's translated to English so we can understand it. And here, a Kabbalist, who is Dr. Michael Lightman, he talks about what is true love and how love can survive the test of time. Disney movies taught entire generations what ideal love looks like. The format is usually classic. A woman in distress, a knight arrives on a white horse, he saves her, they fall in love, and live happily ever after. As a child, these movies really touched me. But afterwards, as I grew up, I saw that in real life, the princesses aren't such princesses. And most couples that were in love head over heels, I saw that later on, they had a pretty ugly divorce. In these movies, it's usually love from first sight. Is this how it's supposed to be? I don't think so. I don't think that from first sight you can grasp more than the external appearance of that person. Yeah, and that's not the subject of love. That's interesting. What do you mean by the subject of love? The foundation, infrastructure, reason. I see that Kabbalah talks about love endlessly. Every second word is about love. Of course, because that's the meaning of life. To love? Yeah? There is nothing greater than love. When love fulfills a person, he's alive. When love disappears, it's worse than death. Love is when I have something that I can do for the other person, and it fulfills and enlivens me. Why does it disappear? Because you have to renew it. What do you mean? Love is like a pet that you need to feed all the time. What is love like to eat? Concessions. That all the time you're looking for, how can I annul myself 
in order to enhance the other person in my eyes and love them even more. Is there a stronger emotion than love? No, there isn't. What is the secret of love? To constantly feed it. Feed? Yeah. Some more and some more. To work yourself up so that you love more and more. And this way you have constant renewal. And this something that you can continue infinitely. Wow. All right. So now we'll move to our round discussion. But first, let's go over our etiquette rules. And they are displayed on our screen. And you follow along. You can see that we are here to build a space of support, love, care, and warmth. Everyone is equal and very important. That's why we want to hear from every, all of you, everyone. Listen attentively, because your answer can come from that person that's speaking before you. There are no right or wrong answers. The truth is in the center of our connection. So now, are you ready for the first question? And I think we have a list that we're going to call on uh, for the answer. Yes. All right. It's in the chat. You want to see what order you're in. But the first question is, what is real love? What? And remember, we want this pertaining to your relationships you know, uh, your significant others or a close relationship, not love of people in the world that we don't know. So what is real love? And we're going to start with Roberta. Oh, I go first. It's a very simple question. <laughs> what is real love? Well, I, you know, I took a, when he was saying about a pet, I can relate to that because I have a pet. I'm not in a relationship right now, but I'm in a relationship with family and friends, but I know with my dog, you take care of it and a dog is unconditional love. So I'm not looking for anything in return. I'm just there for the, the dog and uh, something of love that's natural just comes back. But then you got to question yourself, why am I doing it? And I think that's the question. What is real love? Is it for me for getting something back in return or is it because I love the other? This is a, a big question. But uh, real love, I think, is something we do concessions like uh, I was thinking about it. You do, you know, if I do something for you, nothing in return I want. But you do it because out of your goodness of your heart, you want to please the other person. You, not please. That even sounds worse. You want to make the other person happy. Uh, it's so difficult to take yourself out of this situation. <laughs> what am I going to receive? But it's really taking care of the other person, nourishing the relationship, feeding it like a Dr. Lightman was saying, and uh, growing with it. You can learn so much if two people are working on this, it becomes something really, truly beautiful. You could grow into something that's amazing. So true love is, is work, uh, but what comes out of it is a beautiful flower if it, it's done the right way. Yes, I thought it was interesting that Dr. Michael Lightman used the example of, of a pet. I thought that was interesting in the video. Uh, Rob. Yeah, thank you, really. Thank you, Roberta. 
Um, yeah, love. What is love? Love is um, putting the other person first. Unfortunately, in this day and age, with our huge egos, um, we think that true love is loving myself. Um, and it really isn't. True love is making the effort to, um, as um, the doctor said in the video, um, making the effort to um, build the love each and every day. And uh, he, he almost said that, uh, you know, every night when you go to bed, you finish so that you can kiss and make up in the morning, um, start a new relationship. Um, and I'm joking, there's a lot of seriousness in that. It's about renewing that love every single day and putting in that huge effort that you put in when you first met. Remember that? Try and do that every day. Thank you, Willie. Thank you. All right, now, Nancy, you're up. you muted again. <laughs> One of these days, I'm going to remember to do that. Nope, I was having trouble you. with my computer earlier, so if there was any, if anything got caused on screen, I apologize. I was just going to try to look up that verse in the Bible. It's Ephesians something uh, to read the whole thing. And I don't remember it all, but it starts out with love is patient, love is kind. And there's a bunch of others, but I, I don't remember it. But I think what I would go with is that love is an action word. Okay, we so much, so much of the time it's about feelings, 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 but feelings are so elusive and they're fleeting and they change from second to second. While love is showing somebody how you feel, you can't, yeah, it's great to tell them and well, that's communicating, so that's action too. But it's more about what you actually do, you know, you can't say, yeah, I love you, but get the hell out and don't ever come back. I mean, you know what I mean? It's not. Or, or or domestic violence, the same thing. They're always like, I'm so sorry. I love you, but it doesn't change. Um, I think it's people who, I think a person who you love brings out the best in you and makes you better and the same that you do for them, I guess. Thank you. That was great. All right, Nina. Um, yeah, that, that was great. Um, I don't know. Uh, I've always been such a romantic, but um, I think uh, <clears throat> I think science science has pretty much determined that those romantic uh, feelings that you have for uh, another person, first of all, they're completely, almost completely uh, hormonal <laughs> based on uh, attraction, and um, second of all, they fade. Uh, I think they, they're saying like two to three years uh, tops and those feelings fade. And if you don't have a, a more solid uh, foundation, which, you know, you, that's why we're seeing so many people break up after two or three years. Um, that's kind of like the, the breaking point, they say. Um, you need something more solid. And, and real love, I, I would have to agree, is uh, doing for the other. Um, I agree that it's an action. Love is an action. Um, and uh, doing for the other, regardless of how it affects you. Thank you. All right, now, Rona. 
Yeah, I think I would continue. Nina is just doing is it's repeating actually. Uh, you know, it's every time you have to you do as if because you discover new aspects of the person you love. Uh, the person you love is someone that you learn to discover every single day until you know your your life, both of your life, and and so every second you discover something new you know you go to new situations you grow you, things happen and you have to react to them and of course though the other also discovers you and more and more you know it's like peeling an onion until you get to the center and each time you have to renew the love you have to renew what you do for them and putting them first means that uh, every day you have to do it again and uh, start the day as if yesterday didn't happen. And you're discovering a new person in front of you and discovering the love again. Wow, we're getting some beautiful answers. By the way, and we're giving, all oh, this is free? This free advice is free? We're not even charging? Oh, well, that's, this is great. Okay, Susie, come on down. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, such beautiful answers. My life has been, a little different in that I, I I've been a little naive and I thought there that there would be love and where it it didn't happen so I've kind of you know where that says looking for love in all the wrong places I find that the more I raised my frequency there was more a higher frequency of love but I know uh, what love isn't recently I um, I got a new phone and they gave me Netflix and because I was lonely, I, I watched all the romance ones. <laughs> I don't think love is much what Netflix has to offer. <laughs> Although it would be nice, you know, the the thing at the beginning with the knight in shining armor carrying off the damsel in distress, it would be nice. But I think we're all responsible to, uh, you know, learn as we, and I'm learning every day a little bit. And, and listening to everybody's stories, especially on the first question, I, I have to say I need much more love in my life. Thank you. We are really running into a, a, a time, so I'm going to take go to the second question. And when I go to read the second question, we're going to start with Alicia. You'll be up first. All right, be prepared. Here we come with the second question. Is how can we continue? To feed love like a pet. Remember that term, pet, was used in the video by Dr. Michael Lightman. How can we continue to feed love like a pet so that it continues to grow? Elisa. Thank you, Willie. First, of course, we have to know that we have to feed the, you know, the pet, that there is a pet between us and we have to take care of it. And the, the pet uh, name is love. You know, that's not everyone, including myself, uh, knew. And I think that has to be, you know, explained and taught to everyone from childhood. But the question is how, you know, I think it's very important to know each other's personalities, you know, because for, for one person, it is so 
easy to give and to love and to care and just constantly be, you know, concerned with the happiness and what the other person does. And for the other person, it's very natural to take it in, you know, and enjoy fully. And and this disbalance gets to uh, unavoidable explosions. So it's very good to keep the balance, know each other personalities. And, and learn how to keep this balance. You know, that's very important. Uh, you know, how to feed, who is feeding the, this, this pad? Let's feed it equally, almost, if it's possible. <laughs> uh, that's great. You know, I always make the joke when I read something like this that says, if, and I say, if, if you mistreat that pet, it can turn around and bite you. But that's another story. Okay. But on a serious note, um, I think we have to get out of selfishness, get out of self-love, get out of uh, what can you do for me? And we need to start thinking what we can do for the other. And thinking in turn, what can I do for the other without expecting anything in return? That's going to take growth. That's going to take maturity. That's going to take us growing in love. But we know it's possible because we see it in different relationships. What do you say, Linda? Well, in the video, one of the things he said was uh, love is concessions. And that's a, an important thing to learn that you have to give a little. You expect something, but you have to give something. Uh, it, it can't all be one-sided. You know, um, that's where the arguments come in and everything. Even if you don't like, like it, give a little. Just, you know, you don't have to give in completely. Just give a little to show that you're trying. Beautiful. All right, Dan. All right, we got some uh, feedback on Facebook here. Zippy says, be aware and remind each other that only we together can feed and bring love between us and by example to each other. Sorry about that. Uh, I'm going to read a couple more from the other question. Uh, Paula, real love is unconditional. It's placing someone's needs before your own. And... From my side, where do we get the strength to love? Because everybody knows uh, it, that love is very difficult once they start to touch it, right? Once they start to realize what it really is. So where do we get the strength to do that? It's not inside me. It's not inherently inside me. All right. Now we're back to the top of the list. And they're back to you, Roberta. Thanks, How can Nancy. we continue to feed love? Well, you know, I'm going to take off what Nancy said before. You build on communication and it's two people working together. You build by it by concessions, yes, but you don't want to be, uh, I'll just give everything and I'll just sit here like a, a fool. No, it's a, something that's built. That's what love is. It's something that's built between two people that through communication, through concessions, but it has to be a balance. And I know someone uh, once said about, uh, you know, one could give 90%, the other give 10, is that love? 
maybe it'll fill that relationship. But true love is something when two people build something together. It's 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 a, a building. So it, it's how do you grow it? You feed it in the way of um, annulling oneself. What can I do for you? And it just happens naturally if it's true love. And uh, it's something that you have to learn as you go. And no one teaches us. And I think with age comes a, a lot of uh, wisdom. 20 years ago or 30 years ago, I'm a different person than I am now. And I, I know from maybe losses and heartbroken being like that. And you learn. But, you know, if someone's watching this now that's young, you can learn by hearing what everybody's saying. So you build it by uh, concessions and wanting it, truly wanting it. Really, we should have had this conversation a long time ago, right? All right. Rob. Yeah, thank you, Willie. Thank you, Roberta. Um, I'm too, uh, too young to have had your experiences, Roberta. But um, you're absolutely right. Um, I think you guys have said everything. That's the trouble with being at the end. Um, you, you've Everyone said everything. So what I'm going to say is um, look at your face. Look at the camera. Look at your face. You'll see that you've got two eyes. You've got two ears and only one mouth. So... Look out for what you can do to enhance, um, to do those extra bits and pieces. Um, listen very carefully to your partner and keep that one mouth shut. That's why you've only got one mouth. So, um, yeah. Okay, back to you, Willie. <laughs> Hope you don't get in trouble. <laughs> okay, very true, though. Very true. Okay, Nancy, you are mute. Thank you. I, I remembered it when you like right before you said it. So at least I was getting there. Um, I was going to say something after what Roberta said, and now I can't remember it. Uh oh. Yeah. How can I was, well, I, I'm sorry. I at night before I fall asleep, I need something like low key, quiet on TV, nothing really funny, nothing really scary, so I can get sleepy. Right. So I've been watching Heart to Heart that old show from the 80s. I don't know if everybody knows it. And on the surface, they look so silly. You know, it's like darling everything and they're always so much heat. But if you really watch each, each of them and see how they, they, they're good actors, of course, but they seem to really know how to put the other person first. And they never, ever judge the person like for instance one episode jennifer had been put under someone's spell and was stealing things okay but um what's the guy's name again uh her, i can't think of the man the, the robert what's his face his character name all of a sudden but he didn't judge Robert her and say, yeah 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 whoever he played on the yeah um jennifer hart but i can't think of his name now all of a sudden anyway um but he didn't judge her when he found out she was stealing and he didn't accuse her, but he stopped and thought, wow, this isn't like her. Something's wrong. I have to help her. That was the first response. And you can see that kind of through the show. And I think, you know, take away all of the frou-frou and you might have something that is real. If you think about how to really believe in that person, really trust that person, no matter what, and try to go from there before you even enter into judgment, trying to understand them 
whether it's something totally weird that they're doing or what's you know normal and wanting the best for them and like you said roberta communication i don't think you can do it if you don't have a constant communication and i don't think it's just talking but i think that's you know you're at work all day long and you think about how the other person is doing or you leave them a note before you leave or you just send a text or um i think it, that's the only way to really put another person first isn't it excuse me first it's like we do that with ourselves all day long maybe we need to do that with them as much at least as we do ourselves beautiful i've not been in love yet so i don't even know i'm guessing here (laughs) well you did a great job you sounded good nancy you sound right okay i'm gonna try to squeeze in a few more we're running out of time maybe one more uh let's hear from uh nina Oh, wow, really good points. Um, the only thing I can add to what you all already beautifully expressed is um, if, you know, there's this uh, verse, if you seek, you shall find, right? And if you look for the bad in the other person, you will find it. But uh, if you, if we change uh, our attitude and really um, start seeking, where can I be of benefit? Uh, where can I, like um, Nancy was saying, help the other person? You know, where is their lack, their uh, deficiency that I can fill, that void inside of them that I can, um, you know, try to fill? And um, <clears throat> I think that uh, we'll find opportunities to to, fe- to feed that pet, um, you know, um, because... Every person needs something. Some some people express it more than others. Uh, some people are not used to asking for what they want. You know, uh, some sometimes people don't even understand what they want. But really making an, an effort uh, to understand the other person and to try to give them what they want um, deep inside, I think um, I think it uh, it will pay off. Great, thank you. I'm sorry I didn't get to the rest of you with the questions, but we need to move on to the next part. And we're ready, Linda, for the next part? Yep. All right. (laughs) We're going to have um, an exercise building uh, thing here. Um, It'll be popcorn style. And um, everything we're talking about today is practical science. There's nothing worse than acquiring hypothetical knowledge and being a know-it-all. Theory really comes to life when you implement and apply it. So a practical task for this week is to make a conscious effort to apply the rule, don't do unto another what you hate. We spoke about that very deep and powerful rule earlier in the show. And let's start by setting an intention together. What is your intention for this week? Let's listen to each other, try to continue each other, building one intention about what we want to achieve this week in our relationships. Everyone, take a moment to think about it. When you're ready, tell us in just a few words What is your intention for this week in regard to your relationships? As one of us speaks, let's try to feel their intention, then add to it. 
This way we will try to build a collective intention which will help us this week. I thought we were gonna see some dance moves. Yeah, I, I skipped this a section. We can do this first and then do the dance. Okay. <laughs> okay, who wants to start? What's your intention for relationship this week? Well, you guys have um, jogged my memory. Um, so my intention for the week is to look for things to enhance my relationship. Do those little, little special things that are so little but mean so much. That's exactly what I was going to say. The little things make so much difference. Just the little tiny things. And my intention is to have a lot more patience in the areas where I could be a little more patient or a lot more patient. You know, it's funny you mentioned that, Susie, because I realized that I really need patience. Um, I realized if, if things get too quiet for a period of time, I got to feel that void. I don't know why that I have that problem, but I noticed that about myself. And that, that means then, I don't maybe maybe I'll get a next person a chance chance to speak because I don't jumped in and took over the conversation. I know that's something I have to work with. Thank you, my friends. You know, <laughs> but uh, that's what I need to do. I need to, like Susie said, exercise using patience to give the other person a chance to always express themselves, and then I respond to what they are saying. Yeah, I'll just add to that. Um, yeah, I agree with you, Willie. It's really hard to do. Um, and to call it like, let them set the pace, you know? Now, you can always just carry some firecrackers with you to, to deal with that problem with the silence, though, you know? It's probably better the other way, though. My intention I... will let Lena speak. <laughs> Thank you. That's true love, Roberta. <laughs> Um, I was going to say that my intention is to um, basically I, I have a lot of hypothetical knowledge and uh, <laughs> I want to try to implement it um, you know like this uh, what we just heard don't do unto another um, what you hate I want to try to implement it this week and see where, you know, I succeed, where I fail, it's okay if I don't always succeed, but at least I will have tried and um, I will have learned something about myself by implementing it because just uh, hearing all of these things, it doesn't help our lives. We need to implement. Yeah, I'll add to me. I'm very smart also. In my head, I get everything figured out until I don't. <laughs> so I think I'm going to go out in this week. <laughs> Nancy's shaking her head. Uh, I go out and find love in everything. Find love in people, nature, everything. As you know, as happy as I am is the best that I'm going to see the world. And, you know, if people are in relationships or they're not in relationships, whatever it is, family, friends, you could find something good in everyone. So I'm going to look for love in everybody I see out there in the world. And uh, when I say the world, I'm like, close people and try to try, try the world, but uh, look for the best in people and, I, and I'll and i find the best in me and I'll be able to share that. So 
the better I could be, the better I'll uh, help others and maybe find that special someone. But my dog loves me. This is, I just fed her, that's why. This is so beautiful, Roberta, you know, but I'll take one step at a time because, you know, I know that if I'll have million goals, I do nothing. So maybe for this week, you know, it is very, you know, easy to speak to a tree, to a flower, you know, admire them, but speak with the other person, be patient and listen actually without first interrupting and second, without assuming that you already know that what person will say, you know. So I'm just removing myself. I will listen. I will observe and I will try to really hear what the other person is saying. Um, I, I think for me, it's... Um... Oops, sorry, Linda. <laughs> it's okay. Um, and... Um... I was thinking in, in continuing that uh, vein to show gratefulness. Somebody does something nice for you, whatever, be grateful for it. Thank you. Smile, whatever, you know, that, that kind of, that shows love, that shows kindness. So, uh, yeah, just being grateful and showing it. Um, for me, it's uh, it's about taking care of uh, small little details. You know, relationships are sometimes you know in a routine. There's nothing happening, but you can show uh, care in small details, and that makes a big difference. My wife likes likes to come home and find the dishes done, and I have an obsessive compulsive mind. I work from home. And I get stuck in my computer, and uh, I know the day is ended when I say, and I hear, I'm home, downstairs. So I have to work on doing the dishes early. So it's just, uh, she, she comes home happy. Dance? <laughs> Linda? <laughs> Anybody else? No? Okay. So we're going to do our traditional open diner dance. It's a lot of fun. Don't knock it till you try it. And the word, way it works is this. It's like follow the leader. We play some music, and one person at a time is displayed on the screen. When you come up on the screen, you do a dance move. Just something with your arms is okay. And everyone will copy you. When others are displayed on the screen, you follow their move. And when it's your turn, a text box will come up on the screen. It's just telling you that you're being spotlighted. Ignore it. Don't read it. Or you'll miss your turn and all you'll do is look like this. So let's let loose. Have some fun. Great way to connect with each other and lift your spirits. Let's go.
Did that wake everybody up? <laughs> that was great. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're wrapping up now. And we ask that you follow us on Facebook, Meetup, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. And uh, we have the new podcast, anchor.fm slash open diner. And if you get out of here, uh, next Thursday on, on YouTube and Facebook, you can watch all our past events and you can RSVP the upcoming events on Facebook and Meetup. So, and if you click like and subscribe, and more importantly, share with friends, bring your friends over. Willie. I think Willie got disconnected. He's joining now, I believe. Yep. Yep. Willie, unmute. Sorry, I got disconnected by mistake. <laughs> Sorry about that. I hit the I hit the wrong button. Okay, I'm surprised you are still here waiting for me. Oh, I feel so loved. Okay, next Thursday, we'll continue talking about how to achieve a spiritual connection. We will delve deeper into this topic and give you some more practical tips. You'll find the invite on Facebook and Meetup. Please, OSVP, follow and subscribe and you'll be notified about all our events. We hope to see you next Thursday. Bring your friends too, if you think they can benefit from this event. Okay. Thank you all for joining and taking part. Please continue to join us every Thursday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. Spread the word and bring your friends. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Next week. Bye Thank bye, you. everybody. Thanks, Thanks everybody. everybody. Oh, big hugs to everybody. Big hugs. Big mm. hugs. Love the hat, Susie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, I can never wear a hat like that. I, I got a show. I've got a show right after you guys every Thursday. So I'm, you guys get my outfits and my background and everything. Oh, <laughs> oh, your show. Wow. I love you guys so much. Bye bye.